This episode is brought to you by Tanmay Shah. That's me. Best way to support this show is by sharing this with your friends and dropping a comment and review on YouTube, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can become my patron and a sponsor. That's not all. You can buy Rockla's merchandise and NFTs and much more. See all the links in description for details. Rockla's Radio. Rockla's. 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 Rockla's Radio with Tom Maishan. Welcome to another episode of Rockla's Radio. On today's show, we have with us Unchained Ninja, who is a well-known collector and OG in Web3, who is also creating this amazing worlds, virtual worlds, uh, with his new startup called Unchained Art. So today, Unchained Ninja gets unhidden. Let's go. GMGM, <laughs> <laughs> GM, nice to meet you, Tanmay and everyone else. This is actually my first um, yeah, video recording. This is kind of weird. <laughs> let's but go. I'm excited to be here and let's go. Yeah, yeah, so cool. Glad so to first, be here. Question, first question <clears throat> to you. You, your Alice name is Unchained Ninja. You have started Art Unchained. What is the thing that kept you chained in the past? <laughs> yeah, well, what is it? It's, it's kind of what every all of us are being chained mostly by money, right? And <clears throat> I was, I was always in my life having that. Uh, I was always working, had kind of good jobs, but I was always feeling like at the end of the year there's nothing left over, and and I was not spending like crazy or something. I didn't have crazy stuff to spend, right? And and it was just feeling like. I, I don't know. That cannot be my life. I'm doing like all every year I'm working hard and I get paid, but there's like after taxes, there's not really something left. And I was like, I, I got to change something in my life because uh, I feel like I'm I'm getting nowhere with that. And, and, and that's kind of like where I said, like, what are the chains that are holding me back? And, and it's like, I need to break out of this everyday job stuff I did and, and need to find something where I can really um shine and and where when i when i do more i i can get more and and it's it's not like i'm not depending on somebody um who's going to pay me and 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 then that's it right and and hopefully if i if i do more i get more that my kind of feeling was like in in the let's say web 2 world or so um you you can really push hard but you're not necessarily get more out of that so i had uh, like almost two burnouts like i say like it was one and a half the second one i could kind of break in the last minute i, I was just uh, getting like yeah nowhere with pushing hard and and um, so i was always um as i'm still am like reflecting a lot what can i improve where can i get better what kind of what new skills can i learn and yeah unchained means like um, being able to do what you love with your time and, and, and contribute in a meaningful way to the world and, and not just doing a job so you get money and you survive somehow, but you're not li really living as we have just one life. And, and I want, I want to be unchained. I, I myself, I'm now like three years full time in crypto. It's almost three years in October. It's free. And, uh, that was the best decision I ever did. And yeah. Being unchained, this is what I experienced, and I want to help other people to get there as well. Let's go. So unchained, don't let the chains of um, <laughs> social norms hold you back to what you love. Amazing. What <clears throat> What did you do 
like five years ago did you ever think that you would be doing crypto full time like what were you doing then yeah i was just checking the date so the five years ago was 218 yeah then i was heavy into crypto <laughs> i was oh. back then yeah back i started in crypto in 215 so i go a bit back to what happened there so in 215 i actually um I'm very curious about trying new things and, and, and especially like internet tech stuff. Right. So I was, don't ask me how suddenly I, I was reading like a tutorial about web, uh, not web free about the dark web, deep web stuff. I just heard that word a few times. I was like, this sounds really interesting. What is that? And I found a tutorial how to, to, to get into that. And, and, and actually I was, um, with the help of a tutorial, I was setting up a Linux on a USB stick. I had no idea about U Linux or, or how to use that, but I can understand tutorials, right? So I got into that and I, um, did created my first Bitcoin wallet and, and bought like a Bitcoin, uh, worth, like I bought, I spent like $200 for some amount of bitcoin right and, and then i was like uh, doing that and i feel like uh, it felt so weird like being in this is uh, world uh, there's so much more than just google right and yeah then after some time i forgot about that and in 2016 i was like oh bitcoin yeah i think i, I got that right <laughs> so i was going to look and these 200 dollars were like 340 350 worth and i was like okay that's interesting i just forgot it and this thing gained in value and so then I was going deep into that and, and doing research on projects, what, what, other, what other things are out there. And um, yeah, so in 2018, like five years ago, I was heavy into that. Um, I remember 2018 was that heavy bear market. So end of 2017, we've had like 20K uh, Bitcoin and then it was for like two and a half years just going down. And during that, I was uh, experiencing that, that massive bear market and that, that was really good actually to experience because it was so hard right it was like wow all the money numbers you had is basically gone on well unless you you sell right you could it's, it could still go up but it's like that i i've been going through a lot of emotional pressure and learned a lot by that and so already then i was aiming to be um let's say uh, my own boss having my own company but back then I was not sure yet what exactly this would be. I, I knew that I have this love for crypto. I want to do something here, but I didn't know yet what it will be. But I was still working full-time job and I was already um, making plans and organizing my whole life to be able to make that flip from, from being at the job and having then my, my, my own um, company or whatever I will do then, but being able to break out. Or, yeah, actually I was preparing to unchain myself, I could say so. And yeah, that was 2018. Yeah, it was a really interesting year. I remember that was so the you, first year with you have been things through, go down. Yeah, you have been oh, through yeah. cycles already. So you're prepared. Yeah, yeah. Um, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Mm -hmm. um, True. So talking about your background, what, what are your expertise or what field did you work in? Uh, what I what I worked in the past. Um, so I I actually did a lot of different things because I for me it was always hard to to find what I really like to do, especially as I like to do many different things. And so finding like that job and just do that classic career that was never my uh, I think that was never my destiny. Um, so I struggled a lot with that. So I basically started uh, I learned uh, retail sales. I think you say. Um, 
So that was kind of the basic thing where I wanted to be in, in, uh, in, into IT, but my math was too bad back in school. So I was actually ending up selling computers instead of doing the stuff from then. <laughs> but I was really, really glad I learned that skill that selling is really important and all the things around that. Right. And, and, um, yeah, later on I was, I was getting into more and more, um, I have more and more jobs that have been related to, to the internet. So it started like with e-commerce jobs. I had uh, also my own on online shop for 10 years on the side, always pushing that thing. So there I could learn and try a lot of things. If I fucked up that shop, it was my shop. So <laughs> it was just like, I, I could experiment. There was not like a, a massive thing to crash. So I've experienced a lot of things with that uh, own um, uh, what online were you shop. Selling? Uh, we've been what selling, like, selling? Uh, yeah, like clothes, like, um, a, more like rock metal fashion, something, um, into that, as this basically came up when I was back then, I was a heavy, a heavy metal head, like, uh, very much into that stuff. And I was searching for some cool shirts with skulls on it and all these things. And that, that, that was so hard to find back then. And so, uh, I found a guy from Switzerland who made his online job in MySpace, <laughs> for whatever reason, Whoa. he chose MySpace. That was very interesting. But he chose MySpace because all the bands and the music people are there. That was actually pretty smart. And so we got together and we founded that. Uh, that was like running for 10 years. Then I stopped at that. Um, yeah, but I, I had a lot of jobs in, into, in the e-commerce and web project management. Um, I was working at certain uh, agencies as well. So my last two jobs before I went full-time crypto um have been in agencies and actually no the last three ones have been in agencies and the very last one was actually like a uh, project manager where yeah all about e-commerce managing different shops and stuff and during that covid started and um yeah it was like covid for me was kind of like making that transition much smoother because during that people realized in the office that your people are also working from home and the job gets done, right? And they, they got in that mindset. And, and so, yeah, that was kind of like that shift was pretty weird. When I had my last day, I was going to the office and nobody was there <laughs> to get up my stuff, right? And nobody was there because we had this COVID thing going on. I was like, that was pretty weird. And I just left them some message on a, on a whiteboard, like buy Bitcoin and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> so met it explains your interest for dark art, your interest for metal music, heavy metal. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's how, how, and I love the tattoo, whatever bits I'm seeing, how would you mind sharing your tattoos with us? I, I well, guess I can, you have the whole body tattooed. Can share a bit of that one. Actually, what you cannot read here. <laughs> the things say there's another uh, where's the rest yeah it's back here there's another one so what these three mm -hmm. words say is rebellion revolution resistance so these are these things always got with me and i feel like with web3 we finally have the chance to to have this it, for me it's like it, it is a revolution where you see like the whole money system the fiat money which is about to collapse and and we have web3 that enables people in so many ways right so this is all that that happened before um or no i was right into crypto when, when this happened with with these tattoos they're like i don't know several years old 
<laughs> maybe <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, it, it was. I was already in there, and um, yeah, it, I mean the so whole now... the whole tattoo has like it started with. I can share this one. You see this one? Uh -huh. This is Scrat from Ice Age, and he, you see his fingers here. It's make, making this one. That was my very first one. <laughs> With this, it started, <laughs> and then everything came together. And yeah, I'm a big Scrat fan. You, you asked me about the story, um, which I never shared. So probably I could say I'm a bit a big Scrat fan um, from Scrat. from Ice Age. What? Scrat, yeah, what the is, squirrel, what you is know Scrat? from. Okay. Oh, scrat from okay. Ice Age, yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> well, I say Scrat. Maybe in English you say it different. Um, and this guy is always running for his nut, right? He's always chasing his nut, and in the end, he gets it. And and I can also identify a lot with that. If I set goals, I achieve them. It may sometimes take a long time, but I get there. And 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 so Scrat is a really cool little thing. I always I, I'm watching uh, Ice Age just because of Scrat. I don't care about the rest. It's like I want to see Scrat, man. <laughs> So yeah, I can also kind of identify with Scrat. That sounds weird, but it's <laughs> probably like this. I recently saw a video of Scrat. It was so uh -huh. cool that nut, the the nut falls from a crack and it yep. keeps going down. It goes to the core of the earth, <laughs> and in the I know in which the, one. In the yeah. core of the earth, <laughs> and it bounces around, and he's running around and spinning around. So in the core, wherever it's bouncing mountains are coming up on the earth and all <laughs> continents are coming up and that's how the earth formed yeah there we go that's funny <laughs> it's so cool i love it amazing so why is your um the the mascot for the things you do a turtle and not a squad yeah, I love a lot of animals, actually. So Scrat is like, I, I think Scrat is more from my younger age. So when I was 20 around, there, 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 it was always active. But I'm born with turtles. So when, when, when I grew up, we already had turtles at my parents' home. And we had like uh, three turtles. I'm going to share this little turtle story. We had three turtles, right? Two, two female, one male. And, and the male was actually sick. And one day he died. And, and then we got another male. And this guy just made that whole turtle family grow like crazy. <laughs> and so today <laughs> at my parents, we have a huge, actually a huge garden just for the turtle, you could say, where they can live in and, and go around and, and grow like in, uh, naturally, not in that uh, biofeeded full speed uh, thing that you see in the zoos. So uh, yeah, we have a ton of turtles and I love them. They are so chill and, and I've got a lot of fun with them. and. Turtle have been with me all my life and I spend a lot of, of time with them and yeah, so I love them. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. So one fun fact, um, are they turtle or tortoise? Are they on the ground or are they in water? They're on the ground. So they're yeah, tortoise. On, on land. Oh, so you said land... tortoise? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fun fact. The, the oh, creatures really? on... That's new. They're, they're called tortoise. <laughs> Yeah. And the one under sea or in water are called turtles. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, wow, that's interesting. Well, I, I need to stick to turtle. <laughs> Tortoise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's cool, right? Ninja turtles. Yeah. Actually, it had to be ninja tortoise. Ninja, cool. ninja tortoise. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, Ninja Turtles, actually, when, when I was very young, like, I don't know how old I was, like, very young, I, I've been with my mom in a pharmacy, and there I had this sticker magazine with, uh, from the Turtles, the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, right? 
uh, the ones we all know, the green ones. And I remember I was looking at them. I was like so confused. Like, why does this thing have like three fingers uh, and stuff? I was just, I was analyzing that, that picture of that turtle so hard. I, this is still sticking with me. And, and then I became a huge fan of also like the, the, the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, of course. <laughs> and, and that turtle thing just is going with me all my life. And, and even the logo from Art Gent is actually a turtle. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, the love wow. of turtle is real. <laughs> So that's actually a turtle. Wow. Cool yeah. discovery about the logo. Yeah. It's like once you know it, you can see it, right? Yeah. Then you cannot unsee it. <laughs> yeah. There we go. So the ninja in your Unchained Ninja, is that also from the Ninja Turtles? Or how did you adopt Ninja? Um, probably, but it's, I think it's more from... Um, I've been spending a lot of, of my pastime with video games. And uh, I love to be the ninjas in Mortal Kombat, like Scorpion, for example. And and I just like ninjas a lot. Like, I was always a fan of ninjas. And of course, when you have ninja turtles, that's even cooler. <laughs> and, and so just like, yeah, these hidden guys with their masks and, and, and they're so specialized mm -hmm. in their skills. They have many skills. And, 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 and I was just like, yeah, I also got like, many skills and and it's like sometimes hard to focus on something and 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 you i feel like i got many skills but i'm probably not super specialized in one thing and 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 so it's like it feels like a ninja somehow and and i like to be, have ninjas and i was looking for a name back then when i uh, decided to um, um use twitter more seriously like i want to have like a really a name where i can stick with which i really can vibe with so i spent a lot of time thinking about that and I ended up with Unchained Ninja and, and uh, I, I still am really happy with that name. So, <laughs> yeah. And you really seem to like animals because your PFP is the third animal. It's a monkey. Yeah, <laughs> it's a chimper, actually. It's Genesis Chimper. Um, oh. That was really cool how I got that one. That was actually, um, before Chimpers, there was the Bored Ape Chronicles, uh, TBAC. And when you had a full set of them, you got dropped a, um, what was that? You needed to, yeah, a, a diamond fleece. So there have been 100 diamond fleeces and you could burn that. And when you burned it, in return, you would get a Genesis Chimper. And so each of these 100 Chimpers is a unique artwork made, made by Timpers. And actually I had like five favorites out of these hundreds and I had one top favorite. And so I was so lucky. I was actually getting exactly the chimper I wanted with my colors. And, and I was just like, what the hell? <laughs> Usually I minted many things, right? I was, I was so uh, deep down in this rabbit hole of, of minting PFPs and everything. And I rarely got like anything in the direction I wanted. And, and chimpers, I was, that, that's my number one project, which I love the team behind that, right? And I was just getting exactly that one. I was just like, wow, this is this is really, really crazy. And I'm so happy about it. And yeah, this is still my Let's PFP. Go. I'm uh, got to keep that. <laughs> yeah. Glad to get the story about the PFP. Yeah. You spoke, you spoke about having multiple skills and not knowing where to focus on one, one particular thing. So there's an amazing quote, um, Jack of all <clears throat> trades. Um, no, not master of one, but still better than one. That's the complete phase. So then when you, 
was it a struggle to have so many skills and not one particular skill or yeah. how did you go about <laughs> it yeah it is a struggle um i'm i'm very grateful to have that actually it it also like allows you to to kind of just when you want to do something you just learn it and do it kind of like probably you're not doing it like like uh, uh, a very specialist um but also like i of course i can focus on something and, and try to specialize on that that's what i did now um but it's like when you have so many things and you actually don't feel home at just one thing it's like i i, I always seen that when i was searching a new job i was like i don't know what i should 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 search for it's like I was going crazy. That process always was driving me nuts. And and uh, over time I discovered, hey, what I really vibe with is internet stuff. So why don't you go in this direction more? And so I was going in that. And I was like, well, you can do so many things in the internet. So <laughs> I had this e-commerce, online marketing stuff all going on. So I learned a lot about that. Um, and then I was also like, it's getting boring. So I, I'm all, I was always like, it's getting boring and I need to do new things. And now with Web3, I basically can combine all the knowledge I gathered into that, which is really cool. And, and now here I am actually benefit benefiting of all the things I did in the past where I often didn't know for what I even do it, right? And now I have all these different um, skills and knowledge that I can use. And now I can just create things. I, I, I'm basically looking, um, how could I help? How could I contribute? What can I make possible? And, and if it's in my in my power um, to do it, I'm, I'm just trying to to get there and, and do that. And also, like, it feels so much better that now I see direct impact, how, how it can help people, especially like uh, artists, where, yeah, you can do things and, and you see that it, it, you can help them having probably like more sales or or just like more visibility overall. And, and yeah, it's... Um, I. I discovered that like, I really love when I can do something that helps other people grow. As when I look back, I wished there would have been people that would help me um, to grow. Like when I look into the future, I want to be in a place where I can actually talk to people and support them even better, like um, in a way like um, being an investor into their ideas, things like that. That's where I where I want to go to, so that when I identify a, a honest, good person that has a really good idea, I want to help these guys realize that idea because I think we are there. We have a lot of ideas that we can just not realize because it feels like it's too big or we don't know how to achieve that. And so being able to help other people achieving what they uh, what they have in mind is something so beautiful. So that's where I want to go into. Um, I can't, kind of that's... lost track of the question. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you answered it. And we also yeah. transitioned into the new question. That okay. breaks into many more questions. Uh, just on that aspect about starting from many like being good at many things and having many interests okay, yeah. it is a struggle it was even for me uh until recently so i'm reading this book called grit by angela duckworth i hope we can get her on show mm -hmm. so that talks about the same <laughs> process like yours like how okay, cool. you you are an example of that so experimenting doing actually doing something then figure settling down to like choosing one thing whatever you are interested in like you sometimes you clearly know what we are not interested in so coming down to one and then going deeper in that. So you gave a good example of how things unfolded and now what you want to do and what you want to do in future. So talking about future and your investment, you have been a big collector, you have been supporting artists. What is your process of 
discovering these artists or projects that you want to support yeah right now it just happens naturally basically i'm i'm very active on twitter so i got a ton of bookmarks of interesting projects or uh, artists as well i have like a lot of lists of um where for example i have a list of dark art i have a list of glitch art of cyberpunk of of um, um, um artists i have like a list it's called like potential where i see like oh this is a really good artist i want to check out later um as it's like it's too many things that i see right now that i could handle so there's a, like this whole list building up since uh, a long time now <laughs> and and um yeah it's like right now i'm in the process of of getting um again more organized and structured so i can then define time to spend browsing these lists as by, by now i have i've built them up and they're still growing um so i'm, I'm always trying to work in an organized way because i we all get flooded with information every day right and if you try to read all of these things you can't handle that but so i try to make lists and group them by topic so then i can later on choose what topic i'm gonna check and then i dive into that and, and see all these things together um i think it's more efficient than, than just losing my head everywhere but i'm also yeah i'm, I'm uh, sometimes something grabs my attention quite a lot and then i just take the opportunity right now and dive uh, deeper into that uh, asking from an artist perspective how does one increase the chances of their works being collected by Unchained Ninja? <laughs> um, I think there's not really a, a, a big solution to increase your chances because um, the way I collect is I need to I need to see the artwork and I need to have a vibe I need to have a connection to that and and of course there are elements like turtles and ninjas and so on but still if if they are in that's I don't want to have artists now like all the artists get going to turtles and ninjas and stuff um, I collect some uh, of these pieces but also then it's it's still I need to have this vibe and uh, and of course there are people that they just create that and and then kind of have that hope. I go buy it, but that's not going to work, right? It's uh, I appreciate when 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 people yeah do something where they have me in mind, but um, I cannot take this like uh, or they should not take this like as a guarantee that then I go collect that. Um, that would bring me in in a kind of weird situation <laughs> where <laughs> no no I I'm really I need to be true to myself, right? So when I buy something, I have that vibe with it, and uh, that's number mm. one criteria and. I am for me it's important I don't want to influence um artists in how they should create their art it should be the artist's artwork which is their own story and and their own reason why they do that and 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 probably I get a connection to it probably not but if if it's not me then it's someone else out there right there's always hmm. uh, people around but I think what's in general what is very important that um that your profile is ready to be discovered I mean with that like if somebody goes on your Twitter account or wherever that you have like a link tree or, or at least some, some information on how can I check your work? Because if the collector is there, he's probably there just one time and you get that first impression. And, and then you want to make sure that a collector can actually also see what you're working on. And it's not like hidden, uh, in, in your like, uh, 200 free, uh, tweets ago or something where <laughs> people are not scrolling down like that. So make sure you're, you're, you're there to be discovered. And how does one get in front of you? 
should they tag you dm you or where where are you looking for these artworks before you bookmark them well i'm i'm not really like looking actively for it my my twitter timeline is full of art so it comes up naturally um what i do some sometimes is uh, i started just browsing a bit in these foundation worlds or ninfa curated worlds there are more and more uh, things going up with uh, with curated um worlds let's say say it like that where uh, mm-hmm. there's a specific topic and all kind of different artists go to that topic i really like that it's something we're going to do with art on chain as well we, we select the topic and then we get different artists in there because I, i like the way how this is done like if i'm into cyberpunk and i see a curated world of cyberpunk i 100% go check that and i will probably find several new artists which i had no idea of which are doing that uh, cyberpunk art which i really like and so the, the the chances of of having a match is is much higher than if it's just like random yeah we have known <laughs> i have been part of your haunted house uh, virtual world and you have had worlds with specific theme of art and we really enjoy that we'll get to those worlds and have a tour with you uh, before that we'll we'll get done with the physical <laughs> collectibles so before even that who is your favorite artist oh god <laughs> well i have a lot of favorite artists um there are like some very top favorites but i'm i'm going to name one which uh was probably the first artist i've discovered which was con- connected to to the crypto space and that was like around 218 i think um 218 or 19 which is luco poletti um i got a few of his artworks in my uh, cyberpunk gallery and he was always doing i love this kind of art he's doing like he's very critic about the money system we have and he's putting that whole topic into his art and and i i i'm really happy to have like a a piece uh, which is a um collection of three pieces going together where you basically like see um in the first one you see like the slavery system we have with that fiat money system right where everyone is in debt and and then you're it's so hard to get out of that and it's all about it then in the center piece you have kind of like that revolution ongoing where um the crypto world is is fighting with the fiat world and and in in the last piece you then have the the heaven where um yeah the crypto change has happened and and now we have this new uh, brave world and i love this this three piece they're crazy in details it's like uh, the camera just goes over the whole field and, and and you have so many things to see you can just press stop all the time and see what the details he has in there it's 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 really deep yeah so do share the video or the photo with me after this session so i'll, yeah, I'll I will. pull it yeah. up on the screen as you explain <laughs> about it yeah with pleasure you you have got some physical collectibles and you're showing a rembrandt piece with you so can you yeah. tell us about it <laughs> yeah it was actually that's uh, obviously not a, an original <laughs> but it's called the uh, rembrandt's modern reading and i just found that uh, in, in one of these um, shops where where people bring their old things and and um, yeah you sometimes think, find some cool nostalgia and I was just in there and and checking a few frames and and then I was seeing that I was like isn't that a Rembrandt and and yeah I was just collecting that for like uh, $5 or something and just uh, 
to have that with me as uh, yeah we work with with uh, the the meta rembrandt project uh, and so it was just uh, really cool when i see this i was like oh wow let's let's get that how how are you sure that this is not an original like it could be did you ask an expert well no <laughs> imagine but, it could uh, be real yeah no it's it's like you can see it's it's really a print like it's it's not having the oil color on it or something it's, ah. yeah it's uh, yeah, it's even for me. It's clear it's not an original. <laughs> it would be cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, talking about Rembrandts, let's just talk about the Meta Rembrandt project that you have been working with. Um, that's pretty cool. That's another um, institute that is promoting traditional works. I mean, artist artworks of famous olden historic artist and bringing them in a new digital <coughs> form. We had a Belvedere museum on the show yeah. and they had published, they, they had, they have brought in the NFT for the kiss by Gustav Klimt. So oh, that cool. is, we, we did an episode on that. It's an amazing initiative. Uh, check out the card on the top for yeah, that episode. Yeah, yeah, we'll... Yes. And uh, yeah, so it's great that you have been associated and you're supporting those kind of initiatives as well. So please tell us more about your collaboration with Rembrandt and what is happening there. Yeah, yeah. Rembrandt, that was a really cool story, like how it started, actually. So um, the first contact we had with Rembrandt was like when um, my, my girlfriend, Diana, and I, we've been doing a road trip in Scandinavia, right? And then we had set up a call with them. And, and so she was driving the Jeep and I was sitting on the other side with the laptop on, on, on my knees. And I had that first first call with the Meta Rembrandt team. And it was like going like this, like on this bumpy road. <laughs> we had such a cool call in there, getting connected with them, with the idea. And, and I was instantly uh, having a great vibe with the team there and, and the idea. And, and back then um, it was more about like, um, yeah, how can I help them with um, getting into web? free and and and, and uh, having more visibility and, and and connecting with the community all these kind of things and so we built up a really cool relationship with them and and back then when we started art on chain was not born yet so that was just like an idea i had in mind and and i talked with them a bit about it so they've they've seen the whole story from the birth of art on chain which was just like last october uh october 22 and um at some point um yeah we started to discuss and and then um like hey would you be interested in in creating that virtual museum for us and and so we got into into that and and we got we got that deal and really really grateful for that it's it's so cool because this project it's like it's it's something which is really important for me like making art accessible right Mm -hmm. I always struggled to get into art before I found the crypto space and, and you can do so much with, with, uh, the virtual galleries, especially like you can just, um, have your, all your art in there and then implement that on a website and everyone can access a website and, and then you, 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 you discover so, so many new artworks and yeah, can you show us, can you show us on the shared screen, uh, as we are talking about it? What, uh, what what, you, what it, would you like to see? The Rembrandt project, or then we can just see the other worlds you have created in. Yeah, no, uh, it's, it's not done chained. yet, actually. Yeah, it's not done yet, okay. uh, actually. But you can go on on Art on Chain or the Rembrandt um, Twitter. Mm -hmm. There you can see we have shared a lot of uh, work in progress um, things uh, about the creation. So, 
but it's just about, for the audience um, yeah just for the audience rembrandt what is their proposition have they brought an old painting of rembrandt and split it into small parts like the glimpse <clears throat> painting or what what is yeah there what, are, what there are a few things about that so they brought the night watch the, the that huge massive artwork of of rembrandt which is actually so huge they in in the museum it is now um this artwork once was cut on the sides uh, to to fit in it right it was like it's a really interesting story behind that um and so they made like 8000 pieces of that and everyone who owns a piece is basically a founder of the meta rembrandt museum and so um, the idea is that once it's all done, there will be like a ticketing system and the revenue cre created with that uh, ticket sales will be shared with the um, with these Rembrandt NFT holders. But that's that's one thing of it. The other thing is like there are... So the museum is... Museum is virtual or in real life as well? It's the Meta virtual. Rembrandt Museum. Yeah, it's okay. virtual. Maybe one day it's real. I, I, mean, I mean, that would be super cool, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so the virtual Second museum. Part. Yeah, yeah, the virtual museum is like, um, there, there's, it's what's really interesting. When you browse the internet, you will never find all of the 306 paintings that Rembrandt did. There are about, I think the number was like 100 to 150, which you can find and the rest, it's not really um, um, there, especially like the quality is really low and, and yeah. So there was a, a professor, um, I don't know his name, like he passed away a few years ago and, and his life mission was basically like um, finding all these Rembrandts, getting in contact with all the collectors and getting a high-res uh, image of of all the Rembrandts to preserve his legacy, which is so cool, right? And and now they have uh, the Rembrandt um, uh, Heritage Foundation, is it called, um, which is um, behind that Metaram project. Um, and so they have all these 306 high-res artworks now, and we are going to bring them into the Meta Rembrandt Museum, the virtual museum, which will then be accessible from all over the world uh, via the website where we can implement that. And this is, I think this is really, really great to, mm. to preserve his legacy and making it accessible to, to people around the world. And yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about that. I can just imagine how, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty excited as well, because Rembrandt's <clears throat> paintings give such an amazing feel I got to see many of his work in National Gallery in London, in National Museum of yep. London. So self his self-portrait, many of his still life works. It's so detailed and beautiful and some very huge works. Um, it takes us back in history and a very different vibe. So bringing that into Metaverse, that would be so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like... When I, when I was uh, reading more more about Rembrandt, like um, like he he got into that light and shadow um, topic, and 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 uh, that's just like, yeah, you need to read a bit about him and then look at his artworks again, and you will see it with different eyes, and and it's so so interesting what he did there, and mm. the details are just crazy. Like if if you go more into the side person, it's not the one in the front, and you see what he's doing there, and it's just like it, it's so so good. Wow. Talking about metaverse, <clears throat> what are your views on metaverse? Yeah, um, like this is kind of like yeah, go on. What is metaverse for you? Yeah, for me, like the the metaverse is like um, 
I think this is the future. Like it's already happening now and we will be in the future. We will all be much more digital and much more the world, the digital world and the real world is much more getting together. Uh, we have now a lot of augmented reality, virtual reality. Um, people are more and more identifying with their um, like avatars and, and so on, right? And with that virtual world, you can actually be whoever you want to be and, and, and have much more ways to get creative and, and, and do things. Um, so for me, Metaverse is, is where we are going to. Like we already see that's kind of our vision what we see what's happening, like fashion brands going into Metaverse. There are things like you can have a suit that, that's measuring your body and then they know exactly your, your, your body, um, yeah, how, how it's uh, your physical body, how it's formed. Um, and, and then you could have like, uh, you could even try out shirts and you would know like how they look on your body and things like that, um, which you can all do virtually. And, and also with COVID, we have seen that it's, it's, yeah, it's possible, right? <laughs> it's, um, it's going in that direction. And yeah, once, once we get in there more and more, we of course need virtual buildings. We need decoration. We need clothes. We, we, we will need all kinds of things. And this is already happening now. And, and of course, now we have a bear market, but it's like for us, uh, once this next run comes, we want to be ready for that. And, um, yeah, um, I'm really excited to be part of this. We are, we are all so early yet. So it's, um, our parents are not really discussing metaverse yet. And, and they know at least now Bitcoin, right? <laughs> and, and this is, um, yeah, this is really exciting where, where, where we're going to. Just for the sake of argument, what the main concerns of people who are not adopting metaverse <laughs> is accessibility or like, what is the need sort of? because we can do connecting with people and all that on social media and like having the full experience of metaverse, you need all these goggles and things like that. So how would you, what would you tell them? Yeah, I think like you said, you need these goggles, like the VR headsets, right? I feel like you don't need them right now. I mean, I have one, I bought it. I, I have it to test uh, some of our spaces, but, um, especially the VR headset, like Apple just brought that, right? I think this is much more coming more and more. But when I speak about Metaverse, I'm just going actually from my computer without wearing a headset and just going there like I'm playing a computer game or so. So I mean, for me, this is already the way how you go into it. Of course, you can have a headset. It's a complete different experience than... Um, Maybe I'm already getting too old for that. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> like 10 years ago or 20 years ago, I would be fully having the headset and the super audio system and everything. And now I'm already more chill. I'm 38 now. <laughs> but um, I would also tell them, like, the thing is not just about, you don't need so much tech. It depends which provider you, you get. For example, with OnCyber, uh, you can open our gallery and get into that without having a wallet or anything. Just like go in, click, and you're in there and you can experience that. And it's metaverse. It's a lot about community. It's, it's getting to know people and, and you will have a much deeper connection with them when you can interact with them with, with your 3D avatars and, and do dance moves, jump around and, and just walk with each other. These are all things that you cannot do if you're simply just uh, having a, a phone call or, or having a, a webcam. So, um, it's it's much more that you can do together and now it's even like with uh that you can create 
um, or curate the gallery space together, uh, things like that, where, where you work in, in a way together from one is sitting at the other end of the world, right? And you get things done and, and there are so many things coming. And yeah, I feel like give I'm it a never... try and you will see. <laughs> Another argument uh, against Metaverse is it also <clears throat> came along with Web3, right? But Metaverse right now, it, these are just virtual worlds built by different companies, which are centralized. So what, and they are not even, uh, you cannot go from one, one virtual world to the other. You have to choose a domain and like go to one particular place. So that's a problem for people because they have been shown dream that it's a virtual world where everything and everybody is there and you can use your skins from one game in another game and you can sh mm -hmm. like in interoperability of the virtual worlds. What do you think about this? Yeah. First of all, I think like that, um, the, the metaverse is not just another world. It's, it's an extension of our existing in real life world, right? For example, a, a gallery or a museum, um, they have their physical space, which is kind of limited with, you cannot just build another room on, on top or on side of it. There are other buildings as well. And, and when you take now, uh, what you can do, for example, is rebuild that as a virtual space. And as it's virtual, you could just add as many rooms as you want. You could even make like, um, let's say you have a, a collection, uh, an exhibition about a specific artist, you have your uh, limited space in the real world, but you can then add more pieces into your virtual gallery and even get like more, more clients interested in, in looking at that, that. So the virtual one is much more accessible than the real one, but both of them are very interesting. So I, for example, I would like love to see like the virtual piece, but of course the, the physical piece as with the physical, you still feel it's more, more alive probably. Um, and, and so you could have like that virtual show, which is, could be like, kind of like an extension or a teaser of, of the pieces you have in, in, in real in the museum. And, and so you can combine these things. You can get really creative on how can you extend your, your business that you have now or your art show, or it can be so much more. It's, it's not just art, right? It's even like clothing stores, music stores, and so on. You, you can combine these worlds now. And, and that's one thing. The other thing about uh, the metaverse is, yeah, there is not just like one metaverse. There are many different ones. Um, I feel like this is probably a bit like countries we have in the world right now, right? It's, uh, it's not just one big country and we are all just people on it, which I would love to have like us. We are all just humans and, and in the metaverse, it does not matter if you're brown, white, whatever uh, gender you are, if you're an alien or a frog or whatever, right? We are all there. We are people and we have this connection in there and yeah you said like being disconnected in between metaverses um this is a fact that we have different metaverses there are providers like lighthouse where you can um follow your friends and and with their service you will see where your friends are going on if that's metaverse a or b or c and you can simply follow them with one click so uh for now we we seem to to need like um services like that to to keep this connection but i find it also very interesting because there are uh, metaverses like let's take sandbox which is their own voxel world where you need land to be in there to have something which you can build. Then you have others like an on cyber, which is very accessible. You don't need land or anything. You, you can use a free gallery or you can get a customized one created for you and, and you can 
just create it with your artwork or or JPEGs or videos, whatever you want to place there, music, and and this is then easy accessible from from any website. So all these metaverses, some are harder to get into it, some are easier, um, some are really interesting with with the land where real estate people can actually also buy and sell virtual land as an extension of of their uh, business. And there are so many ways. And um, yeah, I feel like. It's for me. It's really interesting to to explore these different metaverses because they all have their own dynamics and and cities who grow and um, I feel that diversity actually is, is really something cool and um, over time it will get easier to to get from one to another. Um, you already can have uh, there's there's for example for the avatars there's a new standard. Uh, kind of new, which is called VRM. And the meta, there are different metaverses who supports that. So if you have that VRM avatar, you can use that in different metaverses or um, sometimes in games and, and things like that. So it's, uh, we are still very early, so, <laughs> but we're getting there. And I think it's, um, um, it's kind of good to have these different ones. So, because if we would have all the same, so we probably all would need to buy land to have an estate in, in, in the metaverse. And now there are such with, with, without these requirements and there are other things and gamification and some are more focused on art, some are more focused on a game. And so we have, we have this lot of diversity. I don't get the point of buying land in metaverse because it is digital, it's infinite. <clears throat> like how are you artificially creating scarcity? So. So there are there will be only people who can afford buying land on Sandbox, and all those most of the masses will be on the places where you don't need to, where there's no entry barrier to do things there. So what what are your views on these different strategies of the virtual worlds or metaverse as we call? Yeah, I'm I'm personally a big fan of accessibility. So um, I'm not owning land on on Sandbox or or anywhere. I I got something from uh, from Yuga Labs from uh, for the other side. As I once had a, a, my ape, so I got that. I still just keep that because I think uh, it will grow in value. Um, but beside that, I'm I'm really big fan of accessibility. So also like it should be easy to get into the metaverse, but also like yeah, um, with with the land that you can buy. Like there are now already big brands into it, right? And and of course they want to get. Um, there are people in the space which have have a big name or big brands, and they got their spot of virtual land. And as the whole world is shaping more and more into into that virtual space, um, there there will be some metaverses which will be very successful, and then there will be a lot which won't be. And and, and it's kind of like now people are now trying to buy land in the ones they believe that's going to be where, where most brands and people are going to be. Right. So it's like, uh, it's like, it's like an empty earth where you can buy land now before all the population comes. It kind of feels like this. And, and it's like, it's a chance because we see that, that these virtual things, they, they work, it happens. And it's, uh, just a matter of no, time but... and adoption. So which do you think is the, <clears throat> where would you bet your money? Which one has more scarcity or will grow in future? I don't know, like uh, there are a few big names like um, Decentraland, Sandbox are big players. Um, I think the other side is, is they're very strong with the 3D graphics I see so far from Yuga Labs. They have a lot of potential. Um, 
but also like I'm personally like a very fan of on cyber, uh, but you don't have land or anything there. So that's, <laughs> that's probably not um, for that. But um, yeah, these are the big players, but there are so many more. And um, yeah, mm. I think other side has really yeah. big chances in terms of that. Um, also like Again, other side for me seems to go more in a bit in a, in, a, in a gaming direction. And I feel like game developers have a really good future ahead. Which I'm really happy for. <laughs> Talking about these metaverse and economics of them, the one <laughs> weakness is anybody can take over. It's not like a physical land, which is actually real and scarce. So if if Sandbox goes down, some other platform will come, which will ha- which will also have land. So if Sandbox goes down, the value of whatever land you have bought won't be there. So it's like that, right? So. Um, Let's see how it unfolds. What What do you think? Yeah, I don't. I, I can't see Sandbox going down, but you never know, right? So everything you buy is always a risk. Um, that's kind of that. It has to be. I think it has to get as big <laughs> as Facebook or Google for people to have full confidence in them and just give away their videos like we do on YouTube and. Uh, don't ever think about if it is going to go down or no. <laughs> it has <laughs> yes, to... probably like that. Like people, yeah. Um, right now, it's it's so young yet, right? And I yeah. believe like it it should not have just one brand owning the biggest metaverse. It should be in a decentralized way where people actually yeah, exactly. own the things and and control it, and not having that one brand. So um, I'm really excited to see where this goes because um, yeah, with the Web three um, movement, we we don't want to have just like existing brands taking over right we want to have like people are actually there and building things and and making a living out of that and and, and not having a yeah just like another king we we all are going to be kings and queens <laughs> do you think that decentraland is actually decentralized i don't know uh, i really like i'm not i'm just using decentralized uh decentraland um, to 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 browse some spaces here and there, be at some events. Um, I'm not uh-huh. really I, into. I did not a lot of like research about it. So it's a it's a, it's It'll kind of cool. an old one. I've been there like quite a few times, but it never uh, got me in the terms of graphics and so. I know Decentraland is really cool for events. I, I see a, a really cool community there. Um, they're really strong with that. I have seen like uh, quite some brands on there as well doing some events. Um, but personally, for me, um, I, I've never gone into like the let's deep dive into mm-hmm. it and see everything about that. Yeah, we'll try to get them like we did. We had got crypto voxels, so you can see BitPixie's yeah. episode, and she took <clears> us <throat> through the whole of making process or where to find what and everything nice, about cool. the crypto voxels. And we also had um, Mocha Museum of Modern Arts, yeah. Museum of Crypto Arts with us. Uh-huh two episodes back they are also creating worlds and the next point that i want to get to is with the strongest point which i find in metaverse is you can create things with your own imagination there's no limit for physics or natural yeah. reality like things can float in the space or it can be without reason or logic how is it able to stay or stand or do things that way so that is pretty amazing thing that is possible in metaverse even um, mr wolfgang from belvedere uh, uh-huh. museum he's a director he was when I asked him about metaverse he was 
he is expecting more from Met- metaverse it shouldn't just be replica of real world galleries yeah. over there it has to have a different its own kind of evolution and art going within it and i think you with uh, art unchained is doing great uh, in adding to that like <laughs> talking about it'll be there in history all the work and amazing spaces that you're creating so i think yeah, it's a good you. point um, to good point to dive and see your unchained world now yeah i'm just <laughs> I, i was feeling that i'm just loading the the page right now so we can dive yeah, into please that please continue um, till it till it loads you're saying something yeah yeah uh, i'm just loading like the um the cyberpunk gallery which was actually the first one that this is basically like how art on chain started so I, i was speaking before about like having many skills and 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 trying to focus on something right and the tons of ideas and when we've been in uh, we we did a five week road trip through uh, scandinavia um which was really really cool a lot of nature there and and free animals and so on um so we did that tour last summer and after five ye- uh, years <laughs> five weeks when we came back um i was like all right um i was a bit reflecting and and what happened and so on and i was like i was having like my mind resetted kind of like i was had a really fresh mind and i was like hey i need to focus on something i i, I cannot do like 10 things at once but if i have 10 planes trying to get them to fly nothing will really fly so i need to focus on one and get that flying and i was thinking a lot like what really matters to me what, what do i want to focus on and i was sticking with art where i already have collected so many artworks and and this is like this comes from the heart so right and if you do something where you're really passionate about and you it's in your heart then you're not going to stop when you have a few struggles right it's you 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 keep pushing you keep doing that and and so yeah shortly after i was um i was like hey i want to have like a gallery i already had a a gallery for my first um or let's say my first gallery was like a basic on cyber gallery where i had like uh, about 80 to 100 uh, artists in there and about 120 artworks and i spent like 30 hours creating that it was not such a big room i was just running around like crazy um uh, to to put these artworks there and i was like ah oh, it doesn't look good i put them there and and so it was kind of hard because it was not a specific topic it was a mix of all the artworks i've collected of of a selection of them and and then i was going for colors and 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 finding some um similarities so i can group them a bit and yeah after 30 hours i had that but during that process i realized that hey i, I would love to have one more room or another floor where i could do more things i was like that was a limit which i didn't accept <laughs> I was like no that's not gonna work for me as for the next one I was like I want to make a cyberpunk gallery and I, my goal was to have a cyberpunk world where I put the artwork in there and and it 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 goes together very well with the with the cyberpunk world so you give that whole uh, immersive experience where the artwork and the gallery itself together becomes a piece of art itself and and then like kind of like i sent that wish to the universe I, i got connected with my architects i wasn't even searching for that i was just probably um, um saying i want two words and and i got connected with our uh, team with farnas at mammoth which uh, we then i had just a few sketches uh, we will see the sketches in the gallery 
um, had a few sketches of that. And, and then I was discussing the idea with them. They got it instantly. And then we started build, building the whole idea and they started 3D sketching it. So when I first seen it in 3D, just on a sketch, I was having goosebumps, which is like, holy shit. Yeah, that's what I have in my mind, right? And I could not draw it in 3D that way, but I've, I, I'm, I'm very visual. I see things in my mind when you tell me something, I just got that movie playing. And I've always seen that. And now with, with the help of my team, we can finally um, get all that stuff we have in our mind uh, created. And it's, yeah, the only limit you have is your own imagination. And, and we are a team of very creative people. So this is going to escalate a lot. <laughs> and yeah, that's how we, we started the Cyberpunk Gallery. <laughs> gonna be in the first room um which is kind of like the commander room i call it where you will see as the gallery is so big it has um three floors 15 rooms and about 250 artworks in there um we're gonna be in that room first where i can give you an overview of how it's actually built um and also you will see some making of pictures in there and then we can go into it and uh yeah enjoy some art all right Cool. Yeah. So basically we have like, um, here is, is on this screen, we have the, uh, the basement level, uh, and you see, like we have added numbers to each room. So what can be done is like, you can, um, if the idea here was like, if you do a tweet or we want to use that room for, um, specific artists, you could say in room number G14, you find this artist in G14, you have a different one or a different topic. So it's, it's all about that. Um, now it's moved. Cool. And here we have the, the ground level, which we have, uh, more rooms. This is actually like the, uh, I call it a donut. Yeah. And here we have, um, this is the balcony. I'm going to show you that. And here it's kind of like the making of just in a, in a, in a bit 3d way, how it started, like with the very basic shape and you get more and more, more details into that. Uh, here we have the, the full view of the piece. That's the done piece from the outside. And this is mm. actually, which I want to show you the, uh, the making of. It's done um, by let serious me zoom in. architects. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, uh, our team, we have, um, um, real life architects, uh, certified architects. Yeah. That was the beginning, right? Where we had just a square and we had these stairs ideas of having multiple rooms and we had just like a more basic tree, but I was like, mm, that's not really satisfying. And, and we had then the idea of the floating E flow going to in the center. And over time, it also became then, um, the, oh. the uh, octagon it is right now, right? With that shape here, that's more like the, the final shape we have now. And it's just like, that's often how it starts, like, and, and then how we, um, yeah, kind of go into it and, and how things turn out. And that was the very first one. Since then we are now, uh, much faster in, in, in finding the things uh, we want to create and getting the sketches ready and then just produce it. And here we had a lot of, um, there was no pressure. I just wanted to have this gallery to really, uh, have that wipe in it. And I was like, we just take the time it needs to, to get it done. And we experimented a lot in that one. <laughs> yeah. I have like this 3d rat, uh, the cat and the rats to it. And it's kind of like, um, it's two things. Like at first you mean like it's, it's the cat who is, um, um, uh, trying to defend that piece, for example, but it's also like, uh, for me, it's, it's like, it's kind of a symbol for web three 
where um, you have the, the, the small people that hold together and, and get much more power. So now this, the, the big one, the cat is kind of feeling like, uh, yeah, uh, what should I do? There are so many of them, right? And it's kind of a bit play on that one. <laughs> so Here before we, have... we go to other rooms, yeah. I have a question, mm-hmm. which is your most um, favorite part of this gallery. Let's start from there. And like, you really oh. feel proud of that. Yeah, probably the centerpiece. I think I'm just uh, walking through that and go back to the center. many details even like when i curated the gallery it was like i was i was placing artworks across a, a corner so if that's the corner right you will have the artwork but this is hard to show Is, a, is is actually a, a, like a portrait. And, and then I was surprised by the effect I got. So by doing that, um, this portrait is actually um, watching you. Like you see the eyes are, it looks like the eyes are following you, but it's a still image. It's not animated. It's just because of the perspective you get by, by um, <laughs> connecting an artwork in corners. And, and that was just like, what the hell? <laughs> this is so cool when people see it. It's, uh, it's always like, giving that wow effect. And I was playing with that in a few other rooms. One of the rooms has a, um, a artwork, which you have like four artworks on the wall and on one slot, there's like, it's just an empty wall. And the artwork was kind of like flo- floating down, but it's not just standing straight. It's also around the corner. And that also gives you that very cool effect as this artwork was, uh, one where you have a lady like uh yeah on the ground lying and and you have a reflection so i put the reflection part on the ground and the lady part on the top and now you have this effect again so i'm kind of playing also with the artwork itself from the artist and and create um another art out of that kind of you could say i had a trip with you in your haunted house many many yeah. months ago i don't know if it's a year already or no but uh yeah it, feels it like. was an amazing <laughs> experience yeah
so what what are your uh, plans like what else do you want to do with the art the the art unchained mission yeah yeah so it's it's basically like galleries are are kind of just the start right where um we we start now with, with with the gallery creation and and also going into um creating avatars so we will provide customized vrm avatars um that you, if you want to be something you let us know and we can build it basically uh then you can run around as a turtle as whatever you want to be in the space um so it's it's we we want to expand more on the gallery side also to get more like uh, um traditional uh business stuff like like museums galleries but also like all kind of companies to 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 as i said before like to kind of extend their um business into the metaverse where they could, can use it like as, as an extension to show what they're doing to present their products um these things but it's also going like with art unchained what for me is personally very important is to i'm always thinking about how can we support artists and and, and give them more visibility there are so many great artists around right where they have this amazing beautiful artwork and and such just a few people are seeing it and and we are thinking always about ways how can we um um yeah in, improve that situation and and help empower artists to to get more visibility um on 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 their art and so we have now the galleries we are going to do curated worlds where we uh will present um um several artists uh, at specific topics but we're also thinking about it's it's the gallery thing is just one we're also thinking about what else can we build to 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 move the web free space forward there we have some ideas um i cannot share that yet like uh but also like thinking about um so that artists can focus more on creating art and have to rely less on 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 the sales so how can you as an artist use your skills to to get some money flowing so you can focus more on on the art and there are, are many um ways that that you could achieve that so it's about finding the right the right ideas and and building them and um yeah we are very open to to um build more than galleries um and uh yeah it's i don't know where this journey is going to it's like it's very it's uh, um, very very interesting uh, for me exciting and especially like you go into web3 i recently started that web3 founders diary where we 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 shared where, what we see what's happening next and um the shape of the whole thing how art unchained is going to to evolve is is a, a big matter also of the community what we as a community think what we need and what we uh, feel what we can build together so um i'm going to to share more on this um um founders diary um pretty soon uh, it was it's already like three weeks ago it, it time passes so fast i was like wow that's three weeks ago my god i wanted to do this every week and and i'm gonna find a way where i can share this in a much more active way so i want to get the community involved in hey what do you think um how could we be of help for the web free space and what do we need in the web free space what should we build together and um we have ideas but it's also like checking these ideas with the community sometimes you think you have a brilliant idea but then it's like nobody really believes in that or nobody sees that and um, sometimes even if that happens you got to go create it and, and then they will see but it's often also like um uh, you might just 
have a brain fart and it's not really worth to create it, right? So being in touch with the community in, in such a close um, level, I think this is really going to be the right way to to shape however our future will look like. And uh, we are strong on the galleries that we create, um, but we are not going to stop there. This is going to be, uh, yeah, more. And uh, what this more is going to be, um, I think this is, uh, um, yeah, community decision where we're going to head to. I'm really, really excited about that as this for me is web free, being together with the community, being with open-minded people and, and getting things done together as, yeah, as I love to say, like when people work together, you get the most beautiful, beautiful things done instead. If you're just like for your own and you just try to get something done and, and it's much more beautiful to, 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 to work with people together and, and shape something together. Yeah. Wow. I love that. As you're speaking, I had shown the audience the yeah. your website, curation, creation, and connection. So I really love the vision. Last point you mentioned about working with teams and going forward together. This show is about art, entrepreneurship, and culture. So this is a very good entrepreneurship question about <clears throat> creating teams and creating teams and working with people towards one particular mission you are you have shown that with this project and other projects in the past <clears throat> what are your advice or suggestions on team building and finding people for the team and getting the best out of them good question right now we are just experiencing that ourselves and it's very interesting i mean we started in 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 october last year just diana and i with with then uh, with the architects so we've been like four people now we have since then we have more people um, um to it like uh, nina we have uh, nina who's doing the she did the whole branding and, and the website design and, and we love what she's doing um we have uh, fair which is uh, uh doing an amazing um yeah, you could actually probably show the team there exactly. We have Fair. She's she's doing. She's such a cool, um, a great host for our Twitter Spaces. I was bringing the good vibes, and uh, we also recently added Map to the team. Uh, Mohammad, who is a super talented three uh, D designer, so he's doing a lot of three um, uh, D models. Actually, like um, not the galleries, but if we need like smaller elements, like a sculpture or a VRM avatar, that's uh, Mohammed. And of course our two architects, Mahmoud and Farnas, um, going back to your question, I could actually, uh, talk about, uh, them. Um, we had already some, uh, very good discussion about very, uh, serious things. And when you have these kind of discussions, you will really see like, um, if you're working with dedicated people who are really passionate about that, because when you, when you need to make, um, hard decisions, then it's where you see if you really got the people that are into it with, with their full heart, or if they are just there just to make money and then they don't really care. Right. And, and I'm so happy to have found such a passionate team where we are all working together. We are not rich with what we do. And, and probably one day we, we have hopefully more, uh, but right now it's, it's not just money driven. It's because we want to build that. We want to, we want to create, we want to, we see that, uh, 
we believe that what we create brings value and and it's it's helping people um showing what they got whatever that is if it's art or a brand or product service and this can all be combined with the, the, the galleries and we all share that vision in the team so i think what's really important is that you get people who share your vision who have the passion and who are not just doing it for money because everyone no matter what you do, if you do something in life and it's just for money, you will not doing it anymore once it gets hard, right? And right now we have a bear market. We are building in the worst market we can have. And 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 if you can survive right now with a team that makes you so strong. So I'm I'm really excited to to what happens when the bull market comes because now building in that hard market is also allowing you to to uh, yeah just just get stronger and optimize and and get ready for for the next cycle when when things are going crazy and everyone want to have what you create and yeah <laughs> that is very interesting that you're sharing these uh, details how did you find a team i'm sure they are not in your city they are all around yeah, the yeah. world <laughs> connecting so um, how do you find these people who may who are working even though they know that this is a bear market and they might not get any money directly so what vision did you give them how did you find them and how uh, did well, you convince them to yeah. stay and work yeah it's uh actually it's it's how i found them is in the web free space so i'm i'm very active in here um and uh, like when you have the bear market and you have the bear market for long enough you see who's really truly into the space right or most people leave and you really have like the hardcore people still here and and um yeah so i see who is here and it just we i found the team in web3 via twitter basically just like the people i got to know via web3 uh, i don't care like where everyone is from uh it just needs to we need to get work done together we need to have the vibe and work well together and 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 so if if you have the you're loyal you have the right you're honest you have the right mindset um that's that's kind of how we found us. It it came together very organically. It was like um, first we the, the architects. We that was just like a comment on a tweet of mine where then we started talking with each other and then things came together. And <laughs> that was uh, yeah. We basically built uh, the Cyberpunk Gallery and during that process we realized that we love working together and why don't we do this as a business? So we started doing that together. And later on, we've been like, hey, we need the branding. We need a good designer. And I'm always thinking about who is into Web3, who's an artist I, I could uh, uh, work with on that. And so we, we found Nina and she's such a such a gem <laughs> it's really a checkpot and um yeah that's that's how it works with with whenever i'm growing the team um that's kind of like if you're somebody actively contributing to the space being there doing something with value um then it's it, you're having high chances that somebody one day will approach you and say hey why don't we work on that i see you are active i think this is really important for people to know like keep doing uh, keep being active uh, people see that even though not everyone is is telling you that they see you yeah but you're probably being seen more than you think you are wow so yeah we are active yeah we, we are, are. Still, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's great going one step deeper have you figured out in the team i mean you don't need to disclose the details but have you 
figured out the profit sharing or who's going to get what because these are concerns of an entrepreneur starting out right how mm-hmm. to talk about the stakes or salary or these for an entrepreneur these are the questions before even starting before even starting to build teams so how would you address that yeah what i can say like you got to get something that works for for uh, you and and the team right um since we started um we 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 kind of changed the structure a bit so we started with something i think the most important is that you start with something and you've got to be transparent with your team about that like um how 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 you want to do that and get at the point where you can start with so we started with 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 uh, with with uh, um, i'm not going into details but the way we started we later on realized that hey we cannot grow as a business when we keep doing that we we need to change things and and so now we have a bit of a different model um but still i'm i'm always thinking about like how can we improve that i think um at least that's my experience it it is this question is really hard and I think the advice I can give is like find a way that you think it works then start with that but be open uh, to adapt it to change it because it does not mean if you start with something that's the way you're going to keep going um at certain point I mean like yeah I, I would wish like at some point we all would have a base salary right now we are basically paying us um based on the the uh, the the orders we get so um um of course like if you get at a point where you have that base salary maybe you you go you go into a direction where where you get a, a investment that could also be a direction you could take right there you can structure it differently from the beginning but our um art on change is all self-founded so we we got to see like um, um how we can do that and grow together and with the right with the right people we have in the team we, we actually grow all together and for me it's very important that we all um um, can can live from that um, and and right now we are still in the building phase it's uh, yeah it's it's very hard so since we started I have not paid a salary for myself I, I I could not afford that yet but but all the people are paid and that's very important for me but of course I cannot <laughs> move on with that forever so we are building we are um, going on and um, it's 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 um, yeah it's it's hard it's really not easy um, I think to 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 summarize it, start with something. Um, I read a lot about it. I used AI to get more input on that, and, and we kind of found a model. And um, and then be 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 open to adjust, to adjust it. To to you will find also when you start a business, you will you will find more. Let's say you you can build up more revenue streams. Um, you you will find more uh, products that you could uh, or service that you could provide to to your clients. And, and with that, the more that flows, the more you can ad- adjust. It's just like get started. I think the, that that's the thing. Just don't overthink it. At some point, you get started and try to find the right people. That's people matter the most. Um, and then uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You see, I struggle with with answering that, but I feel it's like. It's a question. Yeah. Yeah, it's a question for every entrepreneur faces, right? It's a yeah. it's a tough one. And talking about cool. models, there are a couple of models, right? So you don't pay anything <laughs> to anybody, even you don't take anything, and everything is on stakes. Like we we'll accumulate accumulate these things and later we'll sell our business and what from that we'll do the division of funds. Second is the founder brings in all the money 
till even the first project or the first sale happens and then they the other people in the team are paid on hourly basis or whatever is yeah, decided yeah. um what what other models could be well i'm thinking about what we see like um as we 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 position ourselves as a premium gallery provider and we we don't just want to uh, do like thousands of galleries at once so we we stick to quality over quantity um that of course makes us not the cheapest on the market but um what we are aiming for is that we always want to have our clients being beyond excited when they receive the gallery they we want to see them proud so when you're proud you're going to share something with your community and and if you're not happy about it you just like probably pay it and then just move it away nobody should see it and we really want to have our um um customers proud to to what they get and and so far um all the galleries we have created um has been a great success and they're being used just um was it yesterday uh when we had uh, the space with lit uh no two days ago we had the space with lit and uh we've been in the gallery there it was yet the empty gallery but already having such a blast in in the gallery with uh, with a bunch of mm. people and, and and being there and having fun um so you, yeah but sorry you... I, 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 I forgot value, the question. <laughs> yeah, you value premium uh, gallery for the collectors. My question was about ah, yeah, the yeah. financial model. How do you pay yes. your team or yourself? What are the different models according to you or what is the best thing that can be done? Yeah, I'm also Because, thinking about um, a model actually um, going to see how this would play out. But it's like, um, so when the galleries are are we want to have we want to support artists with the galleries as well right and for artists it's often expensive to get a customized gallery but it's super cool if you could have like your gallery as your own artwork in that style your artists already and we are thinking about like ways to fundraise make some kind of fundraising for a gallery idea so we probably could um, list a plan for a gallery and if people like that if we have like 10 people um each spending the same amount we could create that gallery and then uh with the with the funds we got we can pay the team and everything is founded and then we create that gallery and, and we, we can have a good split on on that one um and and so people could be able to get a gallery done without having a, a huge uh not a huge but a, but for them mm -hmm. like probably a too big budget right um, so mm -hmm. we are always thinking like, how can we make this thing more uh, uh, affordable while also get our team paid? Because we cannot just make something for, for an amount that then uh, the team is not getting paid. You need to have your people paid, uh, first of all. And else it's just like, uh, yeah, um, I'm not the guy going to do promises and then you never get paid. And it's like uh, people work for you. Like, it's like, oh, no. <laughs> for me, it's, uh, it's super important that um, everyone is 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 uh, getting paid fairly and uh, not just like making so promises when, when people just started joining their question mm -hmm. would be how are we going to get compensated for the time or efforts we put in how yeah. did you answer that yeah um yeah i mean we have a, a clear model like how we uh what we work with our architects it's like uh, we we let them estimate what their costs are and so they will get that We get we we negotiate the price first and we get to a good payment uh, 
price and then that's what they will get so it's not like uh, of course if if we are f uh, too far away from each other which uh, does not really happen um, we, we sometimes have a little difference then we discuss the details and then we get to a point and that's what they will get so you know in advance what payment you will get for your work and it's not like uh, depending on something so um, we we get paid 50 percentage upfront from our uh, clients then we we share um, that payment with with the architects and also once it's done it's the other 50 percentage so we we mm. go in a, in a route where we feel like it's um, yeah it's 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 very fair for for all involved yeah sounds uh, very fair and interesting so you are not, as a founder you are not giving out <coughs> monthly salaries or it is no, based on the project it <laughs> yeah, is based right on the project the more yeah. more projects are uh, more clients you get that's how it's divided yeah because you have, you have decided yeah. the you have come to a fair price after discussing and after yeah. exploring the market prices okay yeah i think it's also All like right it's it's um people need to get paid point <laughs> you need to have a fair salary <laughs> and and if you're doing uh your work should be valued and in the end uh, mm -hmm. money talks right and uh yeah and uh, of course, we want to get to a point Amazing. as it's all self-founded. I'm, I, I'm, I'm having a huge risk. If I would um, get people and pay them monthly salary, I would take a huge risk as I could probably not pay them the salary anymore after a few months if it's not going to work well. And so we, we started with that hybrid. And once we're growing big enough, getting uh, enough um, um, income rolling, um, uh, we can think about different models. And right now, very interesting. Um, for me, it's in very important that I, I, I'm not going to choose a model where, yeah, I pay you a monthly salary of this and that. And after a few months, I'm sorry, I cannot pay you anymore. Now you need to get a lower, like, huh? that's not going to work. So I've never had a job in my life where I was getting le less money than I had after, after time you spend in a company, you will, you should get more as your knowledge grows, your, your, your there, you're loyal. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely not looking for a way to pay less. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if that's different in the world, but it's kind of like how how I grew up and and I see it should be done. Absolutely, everybody accepts the <laughs> expects the salary to grow uh, after the point. This was a very interesting point, and glad you gave the details. I think it's good time to dive into the signature questions uh, about yourself and about then we'll talk about Switzerland. Nah. So the signature. <laughs> The signature questions, uh, we ask the set of questions which are open-ended. You can answer as, okay. as you want, as short or as long as you want. Um, name three people living or dead that you'd like to have lunch with. Oh, God. <laughs> hmm. Okay, one of them would be H.R. Giger. He's the artist that brought um, the aliens to life, right? From the alien movie, the sculpture. He has a museum in Switzerland where I've been like seven or eight times already. And he's very into his own dark art um, universe. It's it's very interesting to see his art. Um, that be someone he passed away uh, several years ago, sadly. So I never had the pleasure. Um, that would be really interesting to see his mind, how, how he's thinking and doing. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. We have a second part to this question. So who are the other two people you'd like to meet? Yeah. Um, who else? Have lunch with. Yeah. They can be the living, dead. 
<laughs> imaginary or real <laughs> yeah now i'm trying to 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 get to some people hmm Okay, till you are coming yeah. up with those thoughts. Yeah, that's going to be hard. The There's so many. Of, <laughs> so the second part of the question is, what question would you ask them? So the person you named, what question would you ask them? Yeah, if I go to Giger, I would just want to to know his story. I would just want to listen to him and let me tell him his thoughts. Please tell me what's going on in your head because it's so interesting that he's creating he's creating a whole own world right with that alien thing. And and I would just love to read his mind, basically. So um, being at a campfire with him and, and having a glass of whiskey and he's just uh, telling me while in my head I see all the images happening. Um, <sighs> that's going to be the thing. <laughs> yeah. If If today was the last day to live, what would you do? <sighs> hmm. I would probably uh, go visit my parents and tell them I love them. Mm. Yeah, I think I'm 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 living in the in the now. There's not something special I need to do right now or whatever. Um, uh, I've I've realized that I travel a lot, and wherever I am, it's like it's it's still it's you in that moment, and you experience so many different things. Um, yeah, for me, everything is an experience and, and there's not something where I say I, I need to do that right now. I need to jump out of a, of a, of a plane or, or whatever things. Um, yeah, probably. I, I, I think I care most about the people I love and, and I want to tell them that. And that's probably You that. want to spend time with people whom you, you love with. Yeah. What do you want to be remembered for? Um, yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. There, there I have a clear answer. Um, I have this vision that one day I want to live somewhere, um, where I can imagine like a piece of a big piece of, of forest. And I have a, a place there uh, where I have a little house or yeah, something to live. And, and then I start creating. I'm in my free time. I'm actually welding, um, uh, with scrap metal. I just create stuff. Um, it's been a while since I did that as now I'm focused on the business, but I want to get back to that more, uh, in a bit. Um, so my, my vision is kind of like, I want to create like a, a whole park. Imagine the, you know, the evokes from star Wars, these little bear things, they live on trees. They have these tree houses that are having like stairs going around and you have these bridges connecting each of them. I, I want to build something like this, just whatever comes to my mind. I want to build this in, in the real world and, and, um, just go crazy and, because that's how I work. I start with it and then things start to explode. And I want to just be able to, to build that, realize that vision that once I passed away, people go there with their family and, and they just see that world, like the world, um, like the one from, from Giger, which is so special to me. I, I want to create like my own world that I have in my head and just build that. And, uh, yeah, probably, probably this is going to be a place where people come together and enjoy art or just be there. And yeah, I don't know, something, um, wow. what, what that really exciting happen, but, to see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is art? I think art is the expression of all the things we have in our, in our head and art is a language to speak with other people without speaking actually 
uh, uh, the same language. You know what I mean? Like you get connected to a piece of art because it communicates to you. So I think art is, is the communication of the heart. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> I feel that that's really it. Like the heart is speaking when you do art. Amazing. How to make money? <laughs> um, yeah, try to solve problems. Try to 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 find a spot where you love to work, and then try to find uh, how you can contribute uh, in a meaningful way and provide value to that. What is a life changing advice you received? Oh, hmm. Like your favorite advice. Mm -hmm. I cannot imagine like one specific thing I've, I've, um, whatever the first thing comes to your mind. Yeah. I think kind of something is like, um, kind of like try to overcome your fears and mm. just do it. And don't fear that what people think about it. Don't try to make things right for, for everyone. You will never do it right for everyone. There will always be people that will not be happy with whatever you do, but focus on the people that, um, yeah, lift you up that actually with them, you can grow also the people that tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear the people that are honest to you. Um, yeah, I think it's kind of like do it and, and just, just go. <laughs> yeah. What is, what is the most priceless gift you have received? I think that's uh, love. What is one thing you cannot live without? Yana and <laughs> my girlfriend, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's also like, um, yeah, I think it's, it's generally about the good people in your life that you need. I could, Amazing. but it's kind of boring then, right? <laughs> no, I like it. How I, 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 it I could, uh, let me say like, I could not live without having that imagination, how to say that imagination in my mind. I, I love that, how, how I can just explode and, and strive into, into whatever worlds I see in my mind going on. I think my life would be pretty boring without that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is your favorite movie? Mm, I got a few Lord of the Rings, Matrix, all, all kinds of movies with their own worlds. Of course, the whole alien trilogy or quadrilogy predator, whatever. There's so many movies. Meanwhile, um, yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. In so that you direction. really like worlds. Like yeah. That also yeah, it's is also, very it's, it's really, relation. Yeah, we can see I also lines between what you do. What? Say that again. We can draw lines between what you're doing in metaverse creating yeah. worlds and your interest for worlds. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting. I never had this thought before. I just realized that also during this uh, podcast where we speak together, that the, the the thing of creating worlds is is all around me. And that's for me, I'm really grateful for this podcast because this is like an insight I just have right now. For me, it was never so clear that uh, I'm like a, a world creator, right? And, exactly. and now I just find the ways to create that. It's just like, Okay, this is right now a very special moment where, uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Cheers. Cool. Handshake, yeah. virtual handshake. <laughs> <laughs>
What is your favorite book? Mm. Hmm. Do I have a favorite book? I have many books and I start to read Do them, read? but I usually stop somewhere. So, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, okay. My favorite book is like, actually, I'm more into audio books. And, um, <laughs> well, I really yeah, love medium. Warhammer. I love Warhammer audiobooks, like just the Warhammer 40k Horus Heresy. Warhammer. That's Warhammer. again, what look at this. About? That's again, that's again another world. Um, ah. <laughs> yeah. You, you know Warhammer? No. Now, Warhammer is like, um, it's from Games Workshop. It's, there's Warhammer, Warhammer 40k. 40k is far in the future. And um, uh, it, it's, um, yeah, you can imagine like humanity became a whole uh, imperium and then try to, to, to grow and they always have wars and stuff. And, and it's the space marines, they blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, it's a complete own thing uh, on own world. But I, I got into that when I was like six, seven years old, where uh, this was actually my first contact with art, which is Warhammer, because I was having a, they had this magazine, um, which my parents bought me it was all in english so i didn't understand that back then but i the pictures have been so nice concept art so well done and i was fascinated by that since i was really uh, a young boy and today um actually uh, here's one of them i'm actually painting these guys i don't know if it's getting not really getting oh. focused here yeah that's a bit unsharp this... but... yes i've seen these characters on your table one of on oh yeah you yeah, got yeah back from your trip you had shared a photo of your desktop true i mean table <laughs> and small characters next to the keyboard yeah 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 that's that and and again this is a whole world for itself so uh, there's something with how me and words them? <laughs> um how did actually, you create you 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 build them you have them like in a box where you just have like 30 bits and then you need to to put them together you need to glue them it's very small stuff and once you have assembled them you you paint them and so it's like oh. collecting assembling painting and then you could even play i have never played it so far uh, i'm still creating my army and it probably takes me years to get this done but <laughs> yeah so you're creating you're creating worlds and characters even in real life yeah and you want like... to be remembered <laughs> yeah, and you want to be remembered for a world you create in the forest middle of the forest like a jungle gym that's very interesting what do you like to do for fun um well i, I like to play video games <laughs> but also like um I, i'm i'm right now i'm really struggling with uh, I'm, I'm putting more focus on finding a work-life balance because there's the, <laughs> it's more a work work balance. And so we, we just have fun with our dogs. Uh, we watch a good movie, go to cinema, kind of boring. It's nothing special. So <laughs> no, that's good enough. And talking about your dog, I don't want to get in that direction. But why do people think it's a female? Well, because he probably looks like one. <laughs> now, now he grow older. You... He's growing older. Now he looks more like a male. He got a bit more. Uh, yeah, robust. <laughs> and uh, now it's not, but when he was younger, he was really looking like a female. <laughs> but I, I wonder how people recognize like gender of dogs just looking at their face. I cannot 
determine gender of dogs until unless we i lift them up and see <laughs> yeah. yeah to be sure <laughs> yeah but i think yeah. it's like like it's just like the facial expression right your head is then already trying to make a this decision if this is um male or female it's probably <laughs> just how we we humans uh we see something and stuff start to process uh, i agree when looking at his face he was looking like yeah like so uh so so soft right <laughs> not like uh, <laughs> like you would imagine like uh, uh probably a, a massive male dog or something <laughs> all right very interesting uh do share a picture of him i'll just put it uh, put that yeah, as yeah. well now to the world culture questions round we mm-hmm. are on a mission to talk to each and every person each and every country today is switzerland let's go what do you love the most about your country um i think what i love the most is the nature we have beautiful nature we have a lot of mountains and seas and like like i've been traveling around a lot around the countries in switzerland and it feels like in switzerland it's so small um you probably have a compression of all the beautiful nature just in that small country so that's what i love the most we have so many beautiful places where you can be and it's like a sceneries with mountains and trees and waterfalls and the sea there it's just like wow yeah what is a local food that everybody should try <laughs> or everybody should know about well in switzerland we love cheese and chocolate so um i was just looking up and i was surprised we have uh, we have about like 500 sorts of different cheese where like most of swiss people know probably like five different sorts of cheese from their from the name but it's like uh, it's crazy like how how we love cheese i just uh, had it this morning of course and then it's also chocolate we are famous for for chocolate as well and um uh, that's also one of the things <laughs> that we we guys love to eat yeah in all kinds of so forms so you <laughs> so you just eat the cheese or i've heard about fondues and all that also yeah it's uh so we have like basic cheese that you just eat like like that right um but it's also we have fondue and raclette so fondue is like you have a, a pot where you where you heat that up and you put the cheese in there and then the cheese is always staying like uh, uh soft and, and so you get so a stick with bread you put that in get the cheese around and you eat that and that's that's what we often celebrate with friends coming together so everyone is putting their their stick in there and with their bread and that's that and rocklet is like um you have a piece of of um of of uh, of cheese and you you put that on this uh, rocklet thing where it's getting heated up so it's it's getting uh, um uh, yeah soft and once it's soft enough you're you're having a potato or whatever you want to have and you just put that cheese over it while it's hot and then you're going to eat that and this is super good <laughs> okay <laughs> you got to try that yeah. talking about chocolates which is your favorite chocolate which you get only in switzerland oh we have we have so many good chocolate actually um i could name several brands um just choose one of the swiss chocolate brands and you're going to be happy with that name one of okay let, let's 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 name the ovo maltine which is a very special uh taste can you repeat once again over maltine ovo maltine yeah it's uh you okay. cannot explain how this when when we taste it we we call we say it it smells like ovo and 
but Ovo is nothing that's existing in the world. It's it's just their brand. They have this very unique flavor. And so, yeah, I fell in love with that many others as well. And so they kind of made their own flavor, like, uh, like yeah, no, not even Coca-Cola. Wow. You have more that are similar, but with Ovo, you, you don't really have that. I, I don't know. Um, no, I cannot imagine anything. <laughs> Can you just spell that? So yeah, it's, it's clear uh, and recorded. Uh, let me also just write in the chat. It's um, uh, O-V-O-M-A-L-T-I-N-E. Okay, awesome. I, I yeah, only I just know a couple of... Awesome. I know a couple of brands like Lint and Tableron. I don't yeah. know beyond this because it's popularly available everywhere around the world. One thing is interesting. I'm sure Switzerland doesn't grow chocolates, but it's still famous for making chocolates. Isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's, uh, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We should wonder about how that happened now. Maybe just Wikipedia it and let us know in the comments. What is a local activity that everybody must try? Hmm. Oh, well. Do we have some special local activities in, in Switzerland that I'm probably too much what? into web free to know what's happening in my country. <laughs> well, we go hike and, um, I think I, nothing special comes to my mind. That's what that would be like exclusive to us in here. But, uh, I would say you can like, think in terms of, you can think in terms of what do friends or tourists that come there, what do they enjoy most? Yeah, well, <laughs> it's kind of boring. <laughs> I think it's kind of like sightseeing and so on, but that's not something I would recommend. Like, of course, when you're a tourist, go see everything. But I would say go on a hike into the nature, uh, choose one of the mountains and go there. And, and uh, you could have like, uh, yeah, probably it's something like, oh, what is that called on, on in English? It's called Rodel, R-O-D-E-L-N. It's like, oh yeah, it's like you're like on a sledge and this is on a, on a, on a, on a, ah. on a yeah, on a, on a curse and it just goes down like, like crazy. So that's, that's something you could try even, but also you need to go on the mountain for that. <laughs> yeah. What I would do in Switzerland is learn paragliding, hike to yeah. the top of the mountain and then come down paragliding. Nice. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> what? is something that you would like you want to change about your country oh yeah i would like to change the people's mind <laughs> swiss people are very jealous um they they are not that open-minded like uh, i see the web free space that's also why i feel so at home in the web free space right um i would love to be for them to be more open and to be more accepting when your neighbor has something he's happy about then cheer with them and don't ask them like how could you afford that they're very like kind of poisoned by the money that's how i see many swiss people and i would just love to them to them to be more open and to be more welcoming mm. yeah How do you appreciate in what language do you speak? Um, German or Swiss German, actually. How, <laughs> how would you appreciate something? Suppose I wanted to say this art is amazing. How would you say that in your language? 
<laughs> oh, this is yeah, you can say this in many ways. Um, I would say uh, now if I if I take the bad word or should I take the less bad word? Now you got to take both. Okay, so if you if you're like uh, more taking the the good word, it's like probably you say like this is uh, mega good, means like it's super good. Uh, and if you're more mega into into the slang, you would say like it's a uh, good. That means like good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably better don't explain mean? what it means because it's like it's it's actually not making no, you sense. Got to tell. Um, no, you tell me what. So okay, yeah. The the word whoever means bitch, and we we just combine bitch with good for whatever reason. This is just Swiss language. Um, it makes no sense if you think about it. But we have many of these words. <laughs> it makes so no sense. Yeah, yeah. Some people say even like if some people try to make this less hard and say henne gut, and henne actually means chicken. So now it's chicken good. What does that mean? It's like, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, okay. Swiss language is really funny. <laughs> you'll remember that. Yeah. And you got to know the slangs, right? To feel local. Yeah, so yeah. glad we, you like to uncover that. We have so many different uh, slangs and languages in this country. It's crazy. <laughs> Can you sing a song in your local language? No. <laughs> Okay, then read out something for us. Uh, in, in my local language? Yeah. If you don't have anything to read out, um, explain your favorite memory in your own language. Oh, God. What's my favorite memory? Um, yeah, at least I, I talk something Swiss German, right? That's just about that. Um, yeah, it makes me very much fun. I'm going to do a podcast and from the info with the Wouten und die Verbindung, die ich dazu habe, die ich jetzt festgestellt habe, ist sehr spannend für mich. There you go. You wow. understand the word? <laughs> I just heard, I just understood podcast, nothing else. Yeah. So yeah, what, 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 what was it? Yeah, I just actually, I, I talked about this experience right now, what's happening here. And that I, I, I um, really enjoy that, what just happened with that realization about how worlds all these kind of different worlds are, are are connected with me, that world building thing that really gave me um, a very important self insight about, you, you remember when yeah. we, that's kind of what I said, but to expand a bit, you remember when we said about doing so many things yes. and, and trying to, to find yourself in there and so on. And so now that's kind of one of the first, I don't know, it's, I sometimes have these, um, um, things, but very rarely where I kind of can identify me with something like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm a world mm. builder in whatever, in whatever way, but that's something I can completely identify with and finding that it's, yeah. it's, it's very hard at least. Yeah. If you have these many things going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Applauds and congratulations to you because I myself struggle through finding one thing and one calling. So glad it was able to happen through the podcast, like finding your purpose uh, and passion. Wow. I, I would, I will remember this lifelong. Um, all right. What, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on India? Oh, um, I've never been there. Um, so 
my thoughts are kind of limited of what I read about it. Like it seems to have a lot of people in there, um, probably very overcrowded. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't have really specific thoughts about yeah. it. Um, what, whatever impression you have, it, it's okay mm-hmm. if it is through the media or through your readings yeah. or whatever. What impression do you have of India? Yeah, I feel, oh, there's one thing I feel very interesting. It's like the streets, <laughs> how how people are driving in India. It looks like you have like about 10 cars aside, right? Everyone is driving. They just drive somehow. It's not really regulated, but it works. And in Switzerland, here is everything so over-regulated with red light, green light. And if you're not paying attention to that, everyone goes crazy. And in India, it looks like it's just like flowing somehow, however this goes. <laughs> I think that's the main thing I, I, I have in mind when I think about India, which is really fascinating for me. <laughs> now as you're talking about it i can actually say it's like it's like observing bacterias under a microscope like you don't know what the pattern is but yeah. they're living well yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good. yeah it's just I, I was watching a video once and i was just like watching this for 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 minutes like okay what's going to happen here like how do they know when to drive and, and, and then one goes the other comes and, and nothing happens it just works <laughs> it's 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 safe even in the chaos <laughs> all right <laughs> cool what what is your favorite destination suppose if you wanted to travel anywhere in the world where would you go oh um what i want to go to is uh galapagos there you have the huge massive turtle and a lot of nature and it's actually like uh protected so not everyone they, people cannot just flood it and galapagos is close to peru ecuador so all these countries i, I want to visit uh, you also have, also have like manchu picchu over there and uh, and which is again like it was like kind of their own world right these uh ancient uh, um cities and um yeah just i like I, I love to explore and kind of be like an indiana jones discovering new worlds and um just explore and discover and and find roots of of traces of old uh, civilizations and so on <laughs> wow you should document that and uh, yeah it'll be cool one one small question over there mm-hmm. will you cal- carry a female turtles there to <laughs> maybe breed with that bigger t- giant turtle <laughs> well i think i can do that but if i would live there um, I will probably become like a turtle <laughs> farmer or something. <laughs> Having my own little farm of turtles and animals and uh, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the next question is also something which is which varies from culture to culture and every culture has, it's very important for everybody. Can you tell us one thing one wedding ritual that you find very interesting in your country wedding ritual wedding ritual um i think our wedding ritual is kind of basic do we have something special around that like you have the the nice the white dress for the lady and the black suit for the man and uh, you go um i cannot really share something about that thing <laughs> 
yeah i mean um is it like other christian weddings that we see from us we usually see all these from the american media right girls throwing the flower bouquet behind and yeah the guy saying um you may kiss kiss the bride and all that is that the same thing yeah, or yeah, is there something that, very yeah. is there something very peculiar that only swiss do oh i have not been married so many times <laughs> now so far uh, i'm not married i've not been at many weddings um like uh, at one and and it's just like well it's basically like you said like you throw the flowers somebody picks it mm-hmm. up that's going to be the next and so, then they they just always uh, do a ceremony that can be a party or that can be a trip to somewhere um but it's like then it's up to the creativity but i don't know about anything very specific mm-hmm. swiss like for that yeah so <laughs> as you said as you said you haven't married been married so many times so this next question like is zero. about that <laughs> what is <laughs> what is the approach towards marriage in switzerland like um, do more people prefer not to get married or has the age of marriage gone gone further is this like a phenomena everywhere like hmm. is it yeah, a common I feel, thing i think like i'm not sure i don't have any numbers for that but i feel like people are the the younger people they they care less about marriage as it's more about hey we can be together we don't need to marry um that's kind of how i feel it um for example i mean i can talk about me when i was younger i was always like i'm never going to marry i don't need that it's like chains and today i'm i'm seriously thinking about that so um i think it it also is it's a matter of 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 your age um of the wisdom you get mm-hmm. and yeah you start to think different um yeah but it's kind of older people are more traditional right you need to marry and younger people are more like well no we don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's it's interesting to see how common it is growing in this i mean you heard many you hear many stories of that these days it is a whole generational shift yeah okay next question is what are other fun facts of your countries hmm something about that's i don't know if it's fun but for me it's like really interesting in, in to to understand the size of our country we have like um 9 million people here that's probably it's about the size of new york city so that's how how many people we have here in switzerland so that we are very very small but besides being very small i think um we have a really great infrastructure in here and and things run um it's uh, yeah a fun fact i think um yeah what i said already we love cheese and 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 chocolate in in 1001 different variations and uh, our language we have four main languages in switzerland most of us speak one or two of them the fourth language almost nobody speaks and even if we speak the same language we often don't understand each other because we have these all these different slangs in here so if you're from from that part of switzerland you would probably not understand the guy from the other side and you always have to ask like what did you say say it again and you just hear understand like 50 percentage and you struggle really with that and that all being in that small country which part are you in where are you i'm in the it's i'm pretty in the center like it's, it's still a uh, mainly german speaking part 
So in the West, we have the French speaking part. In the South, we have Italian and, 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 and Southeast around it is, it's more like retro romance. I don't know how you say that even in English, which is that very rare language that is our fourth language. Hmm. One couple of things that come to my mind, uh, which are, which are good <clears throat> fun facts for Switzerland is their neutrality in world wars and even afterwards, yeah. uh, they, how they have established themselves as a neutral country and how, um, the Swiss banks, like because of neutrality, everybody has this respect for Swiss banks. What do you think about that? And also, uh, I read that Switzerland is most safe when um in 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 case of nuclear war because you have got many bunkers and all that <laughs> yeah um yeah it's true like uh, Switz switzerland tries to be always very neutral and and probably also is right and we uh, i think we have a ton of bunkers below our trees uh trees <laughs> mountains and um yeah it's just like we don't really know what is there, but uh, even like the mountains around Switzerland are already like a natural barrier. And um, if if you are uh, going to have a war, you, you probably probably just skip Switzerland because it's so small and so, such a good defense from the nature itself. So it seems to be a very safe place. Um, uh, we have not really like uh, uh, security concerns here. Uh, never had. It's like, um, yeah, for Switzerland, it's like, you just live here and, and you have uh, other things that uh, like taxes that you have your issues about and, and, and yeah, these kind of things, but not really like security is, uh, I think for Swiss people, mm. it's, um, we should appreciate that more that we have that secure country, which is not normal around the world, right? It's for Swiss yeah. people, it's probably just given. Yeah. 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 That's what you discover, right? Talking to different people, the significance of our own things. About the Swiss banks, how do you look at that phenomena? Because you are, we are now into cryptos and <coughs> Web3, and there are also these Swiss banks, which also worked in a way for what Bitcoin is doing now. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I feel like Swiss banks is interesting. When we try to do a bank account with one of the big Swiss banks and we 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 say the word crypto, they've been like, "Okay, no, that's not going to work." Like, "Okay, interesting." Uh with 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 other banks it seems to work. Um also banks are are looking into cryptos. I think even some have already some some uh, yeah, some some openness especially like the crypto valley which is uh, in the center of switzerland in zug there they are very open-minded you can even pay your tax in crypto there and and so um banks are yeah they're kind of like um i feel like they're opening up to crypto more and more but for them it's also like uh they need to be very careful it looks like um as yeah you know like how most of people think about crypto so that's kind of like but they, there are things more and more evolving. And I think it's just a matter of time until uh, all the banks um, kind of have to provide uh, crypto support as they're going to uh, to, to lose uh, their, their clients. So. so who decides these policies? What governments or the banks themselves? Um, I'm not sure. I think it's... Uh, well, I believe that banks control mostly everything. So probably it's even the banks controlling the government. Oh, um, if you go into that direction of discussion. So I believe like it's, no, it's kind of the banks. Said, um, yeah. 
We, I, I can't because remember said... that we had ever like uh, a voting about anything crypto related in Switzerland. So I, I, I believe it's just the banks themselves. <sighs> or the European Union. Are you part of European Union? No, we are not. We are neutral. Ah, okay. <laughs> we are part of Europe, right? But we are not in the EU. Yeah. Yeah. You're surrounded by EU nations yeah, and yeah, you're just is. in the center. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a very special no, position I, I... we have there. I asked this question because you said no, that there is a crypto valley bank which is accepting even taxes in crypto. In our, oh, in sorry, India, it's, it's not a bank federal... actually. Yeah, it's not a bank. It's the federal, it's the government actually, uh, not the government. How to say it? In Switzerland, you have, uh, we are split in different parts and each part of this uh, can, can regulate itself kind of for certain amount. And so if you're living in the area of Souk, you can pay your taxes there with crypto. If you're living in another area, you probably can't. Oh, I get it now. So yeah. there are autonomous regions who can take decision on their own taxation policies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have like, uh, cool. yeah, it's there. There is like an over, over. Um, how to say the 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 government itself that has the most decision. But then you have other parts of Switzerland, which uh, yeah, they have then. Um, some playroom to have their own rules within that boundaries. Awesome. All right. So is there anything you want to share that I haven't asked or you wanted to share, but that is, you can um, go ahead and share now. Yeah, no, I think like, um, I would love to see, um, people who are, who are listening to the podcast, um, who are, who are watching it to, to, to check my pin tweet on, on Twitter, where I started the, uh, the, uh, founder's diary, which is like that, um, transparent way I want to move on as a founder and, and, and in, include the community and, and, and see how we go. Yeah. How this goes and, and, and what will be art unchained in a year from now, in five years from now. And, and so people can have an impact in that. And I, uh, I'm looking for, for, uh, yeah, feedback from people, from, from their contribution. And right now it's, it just started. I'm, I'm setting up a new a newsletter and, um, going to share in that way, um, trying to find the best way to, to communicate with each other. And, um, uh, yeah, that's, that's about to get started. And, um, would love to to have people involving there. Absolutely. I'll put down the link to his profile in the description. Please have a look. Uh, with that, we are coming to the conclusion of the show today. Uh, it was so nice to have you, Unchained Ninja. We have uncovered Unchained Ninja. His, <laughs> we have had Michael with us today. Michael, thank you for coming to the show. Any uh, parting words you'd like to share? Yeah, uh, I wanted to say like thank you so much, Tanmay, for having me and giving the opportunity to to talk about all the different things we we talked. Very interesting, and um, yeah, last words to share like uh, um, probably like yeah, time right now is really hard with the bear market, but uh, please keep on going, don't give up. Um, I'm sure we're gonna see another bull cycle and then again a bear and the bull, and it's just how it works. Um, do not like, yeah, don't, uh, how to say, um, think, um, trust in yourself and your skills and, and, and keep going, just keep going and, and move on. And yeah. Awesome. Thank you. I wish there is an elephant cycle and not just bull and bears. Yeah, please. <laughs> and the turtle cycle. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so good. Okay. Thank right. you. See you guys. Thank you.